Hey everyone, I'm CNN correspondent Kristen Holmes in for our political director David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, December 15th. The calendar might say 2022, but the 2024 presidential race is on, whether voters want it or not. With midterms out of the way, the 2024 presidential election has already kicked off. Voters are paying a little more attention, and we're getting a clearer idea of what they're thinking. One big thing we've learned, voters don't have much appetite for a 2020 rematch. According to a new CNN poll conducted by SSRS, most registered voters of both parties say they don't want to see their last presidential nominee run again. But, like we talked about in yesterday's podcast, most also say that if President Joe Biden or former President Donald Trump made it as their party's respective nominee, they'd stick it out and vote for them. But we do see a bit of a split in enthusiasm between Republicans and Democrats. More Democratic-aligned voters say they'd vote for Biden if he makes it as their party's nominee, compared to their Republican-leaning counterparts who would fall in line behind Trump. We've also seen a decline in recent months around those who want Trump as their party's nominee flat out. At the start of the year, half of all Republican-aligned voters said they hoped Trump would be their nominee. By July, that dwindled down to 44%. Now, 38% say the same. One of Trump's steepest drops has been among older Republican voters, which pose a serious liability for Trump going into the election. While Trump has declining support among his own party, Biden is doing much better than he was this summer. Another point underscored by our poll, what alternatives do party voters have? Well, on the Democratic side, almost three quarters who wanted an alternative to Biden didn't have anyone else in mind. On the Republican side, a large chunk did, with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis the biggest favorite. DeSantis also carries a higher favorability rating than Trump. It's been exactly a month since Trump announced a third run for the White House. My fellow citizens, America's comeback starts right now. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. And he struggled to gain momentum at this stage. He has yet to hold a public campaign event or even leave his home state of Florida. But anyone who has lived through the past seven years will tell you that doesn't mean he's down for the count. Today, he's throwing some red meat to his base. Trump posted a video to his platform, Truth Social, about free speech and his plans he believes will protect it if he's elected. If we don't have free speech, then we just don't have a free country. It's as simple as that. That's why today I'm announcing my plan to shatter the left-wing censorship regime and to reclaim the right to free speech for all Americans. Trump said if he was elected, he would sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from working with private companies or individuals to, quote, censor, limit, categorize, or impede the speech of American citizens. He also said he would ask Congress to pass bills to revise Section 230, a law that protects companies' ability to moderate content and to create a digital bill of rights. When I am president, this whole rotten system of censorship and information control will be ripped out of the system at large. This comes as Elon Musk has been releasing the so-called Twitter files with the help of independent journalists. In part, they've detailed how past content moderation decisions were made by releasing internal communications, including the debates that led to the decision to suspend Trump from the platform last January in the wake of the Capitol attack. Twitter said at the time the ban was due to, quote, the risk of further incitement of violence. 
Musk believes Trump didn't violate the rules then and that the suspension decision was made by, quote, activist employees. Though he hasn't used it yet, his Twitter account was reinstated shortly after Musk took over the platform. But to tweet or not to tweet is the least of Trump's problems. The former president is faced with potentially serious political and legal problems when it comes to January 6th and hoarding classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. These criminal and congressional investigations have the potential to mess with or even sink Trump's re-election bid. Jack Smith, the special counsel appointed to both cases, is moving hard and fast with his team of 20 prosecutors. The most recent of several high-profile moves involve the efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Smith subpoenaed local and state officials in the seven states targeted by Trump allies, Georgia, New Mexico, Nevada, Michigan, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Some of those efforts to declare Trump the winner instead of Biden, including putting forward a slate of pro-Trump electors and filing baseless lawsuits. Plus, the January 6th House Select Committee says it's holding its final public meeting next Monday and releasing its findings in a report next Wednesday. Committee Chair Benny Thompson said the meeting is where they'll announce who they've decided to criminally refer to the Justice Department and approve the final report. Multiple sources have told CNN that Trump is under consideration for a criminal referral, along with his former chief of staff Mark Meadows, right-wing lawyer John Eastman, former Justice Department official Jeffrey Clark, and Trump's former lawyer Rudy Giuliani. Now, just like Republican voters, many GOP lawmakers are less than enthusiastic about Trump once again being their nominee. Some in the party are hesitant, and others flat-out disapprove of his candidacy, pointing to Trump's lackluster results in the midterm elections. Many of Trump's candidates he supported in key tight races lost, causing some in the party to take a good long look in the mirror over its future. And Republican New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu is vocally anti-Trump. Take a listen to what he told my colleague Dana Bash. As a country, as a party, we want the next idea. We want the next generation, whatever it is. So to say we're going to be a country where the best opportunity for our future leadership is the leadership of yesterday, that's frankly un-American. We're just taking the next step. We're moving on. Thank you for your service. We're moving on. While Sununu is definitely not alone, there are some Republicans who support Trump. But even Trump ally Senator Lindsey Graham says the former president has some convincing to do. I think he's in a good spot to get the nomination, but he's got to prove that people can win. And the more people get in the race... I think probably the better, because you'll have some points of comparison. We've talked a lot about Trump because, well, he's the only person to put his hat in the ring so far. Biden's been openly mulling a 2024 run, but he made clear earlier this fall that it wasn't just up to him. My intention is that I run again, but I'm a great respecter of fate. And uh, this is ultimately a family decision. I think everybody wants me to run, but we're going to have discussions about it. Now, Biden's 2024 run is looking more and more likely. First Lady Jill Biden took some time to come around to the idea of her husband running for re-election, but seven people familiar with Biden's thinking say she's become more enthusiastic since the midterms. Now, President Biden has yet to make a formal announcement about running again, but over in the West Wing, a political operation for 2024 is already underway. Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, says he expects the president will make the decision after the holidays, adding, quote, I expect his decision will be to do it. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And please take a moment to be sure and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 
Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.